Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Hello, TOP friends, family, and new listeners. We have a special announcement today. TOP is hosting a fun fair for kids aged 3 to 14 and their families Saturday, September 14th from 1 to 3 p.m. We'll have food, games, raffles, and more. Admission is $5 per child and includes three game tickets and a hot dog. Additional tickets will be available for purchase as well. We hope you'll come join us. The fun fair is on September 24th from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Tower of Pentecost, located at 930 Aaron Drive in Richland, Washington. can relate is... I will never finish school. I will never make the team. I will never make it to the top of a mountain, of a hill. Talking about the physicality, right? God cares about your physical uh, being. I will never find someone. That might be, that might be mine. Uh, I will never forgive him. I will never forgive her. Let those ones sink in there. I will never change. You ever thought those thoughts? I'll never change. Whether it's you're bitter, you're you're mad at something, anything, right? I'm just, I'm just, I want y'all just to picture these moments. Think of, like for me, like I really resonate with a lot of these. I wrote these ones down, but um, think of them when you're going home. Think of the nevers that you've told yourself. He will never come home. This will never get better. Pretty depressing, honestly. <laughs> you know, when, you're, when you think those thoughts, you like, you get depressed, you get blue. And let's be honest, man, all of us, whether we're extreme extroverts and we look like we're having the most fun of our lives, can fall in deep pits of depression just randomly. Or if we're super ex- introverts and we feel like, man, we have no friends because we're so quiet. I just wish I could be an extrovert and everybody would like me. But really, you have a, like one awesome, genuine friend, and the extrovert just has a bunch of like fake friends or something. You know, I'm not saying this is actually true, but, um, but what I'm saying is whether you're extrovert or introvert, you can fall into those deep pits of depression, and everybody is subject to that, right? Uh, one of the greatest people, the someone that we inspire to be like, King David. Man, that homie went through it hard. He went through some depression like that, um, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I don't want to jump ahead. So we have all thought these thoughts, whether we said them or not. We've acted on them. So what happens when we start letting these thoughts dwell in our temples, dwell in our mind, right? So when we let these thoughts, one thing is, I think the word is burrow. I think that's right. They burrow themselves in our hearts. And if I can get Proverbs 23, 7. So when you think these thoughts that I can never do this, man, I can never make that team. Man, I'm never going to be able to get straight A's. You guys have the verses? I gave them to him. Okay, can you pull up 23, 7 when you get a chance? Um, it's, I forgot how it goes, but it's the one where, uh, so a man thinketh, thinketh in his heart, so he is, right? 
And so just those thoughts, right? A lot of times people say, uh, well, uh, you know, you, you are what you say and whatnot. Well, you, you haven't, don't speak those things. Don't put those out there in the universe. Uh, it's not, ju- not even that. Don't even, don't even think on them. Don't dwell on them. You ever just been in the car? Just been like slumped? Just like thinking those depressing thoughts, right? Sometimes you, gotta, you should call somebody. Or, you know, that song, Call Him Up, Jesus. But honestly, anybody, it's better, it's better to, to talk to someone, an encourager, someone that's going to encourage you, and to get out of that, because, man, it, it, it's not a good place to be. So they burrow themselves in your hearts, and you actually become those doubts, those, those I nevers. You become a never. You become a, a nobody, right? You start to think those things, and those things start to actually, they start to play out in your life, where you actually never do anything, because you've... You don't think you can, there's ever going to be anything that's, you never have hope, right? You literally just nail the, the coffin of hope because you think, man, I can never do this. And I'm, pre- I'm talking about this because this is like something that I've gone through. And man, I wish people would warn me about this, you know? So I'm going to talk about it. Number two that can happen uh, when you start thinking these things is you can prevent God's life uh, in you. So, and that's mostly the, I will never forgive him, I will never forgive her. And that one I just wrote down, I was like, man, that's kind of like the opposite of what we're talking about here. Um, but because you will never forgive somebody, you know, God isn't, isn't going to be able to dwell in you. He, you uh, he dwells in someone that gives grace because you've given grace, right? That's why we give grace. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of us have had to learn that. And it's something that you're never really going to feel warm and fuzzy when you forgive someone. You're never going to be like, oh, man, whew, I forgave them. It's good. I'm, no, you still might, it still might hurt a little bit, but you got to make the choice to love, the choice to forgive, and your actions got to show it. Uh, number three, what can happen when we think these thoughts of, man, I'll never uh, be able to do this. I'll never be able to change, never be able to find a job. We can prevent God's blessings from coming to our lives. So what happens? We, we start to lose hope, right? We start to say, man, for me, man, I'm never going to find a wife, right? I start losing hope. Man, I'm just going to be real. So this is, if you're, if you're married, raise your hand. Woo! Uh, <laughs> but Colton should have done that in faith. Uh, uh, so we start to lose hope. We give up on praying. Man, honestly, for me, like, when I start, I went to Bible college. You know how hard that is? When people, the, my least favorite question is, how come you're single? Hate that question. You can't, I can't, I feel like the genie in Aladdin. You can't make anybody fall in love with you, Aladdin. Like, come on. Like, what do you think? I'm just going to go. But, uh, so, yeah. So you start to lose hope. And what happens when you lose hope? Well, Where's our hope in as Christians? It's God, right? Hope is in Jesus. And when you lose your hope, stop praying. And when you stop praying, what was that? That's not even my notes. That's so good. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Is that in the Bible? Yeah, it is. Of course it is. She said it's in the Bible. Uh, So the Lord will never answer my prayer. Yeah, I've said that. 
wrote it down here. I'm sure y'all, that's probably quoted by all of us. You know, there's those doctor moments. How about that one? You know, God's not, he's not going to answer this one. He's not going to heal him. Let's get real, you know. Like, I'm talking about love, but y'all might be in a different stage of your life. Last time I checked, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? So the whole point of this thing is to, is to build hope. Build hope, right? That's, that's, why, that's why we're talking about this. So we stop praying. Um, if I could get Isaiah 64 and 4. For since the world began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. And then 2 Corinthians 2, 1 and 9. In fact, we expected to die, but as a result, we stopped by relying on ourselves and, oh yeah, and learn to rely on, the, on a God who raises the dead. Man, if God can do the impossible and raise the dead, then he can do anything in your life. He can provide whatever you need. The, if you need a partner, if you need uh, healing, if you, if you need a job, you got to, but the hard thing is, is it's uncomfortable, right? God gives, he gives all, everybody, right? Like King David, he makes them wait. He, there's so many people in the Bible that you have to look through, and I don't know all my Bible characters that well. But you go and look, and you just pick somebody and be like, let's see if Grant's right. Pick somebody and read and see if they had a wait. I bet they did. They have to wait for something good to come. And that's, that's how God is, you know. And, but the thing that we don't like about that is waiting is uncomfortable, right? You don't get what you want. You don't get it right now. You don't get it like that. So it's hard, but you have to know that God, he has, he has plans for you. And this is what I want to share here is the only never we should follow is God will never let you down. And uh, if I get Deuteronomy 31, 6 and 8. So God will never let you down. That's the only never that we as Christians should hold on to. Those thoughts of I'm never going to be this, I'm never going to be that, I'm never going to see this person re saved, I'm never going to get a revival, I'm never going to, you know, get a breakthrough, I'm never going to break this sin. You know what, that's, those are, those are our, that's not the devil, honestly. I think that's just us. That's our flesh, right? But the Spirit of God, he wants you to know that, that he's never going to forsake you. He's never going to leave you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally, I like that, personally, go ahead for you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Who's, who here has ever been failed before or abandoned? I've been abandoned once at, at like, hubbies. That wasn't that severe. But, uh, but, like, seriously, though, like, who here has actually been failed where it hurt you? And I don't care if it's, like, it hurt you. I don't care if it was extreme or not. If other people are like, dude, suck it up. No, if it hurt you, it hurt you. Like, you know? So if you've ever been hurt, if you've ever been abandoned like that, that scripture is for you. This, is, this message is for you. Um. So you guys remember the list of nevers, right? The, think of your own. Think of one that, you know, personalizes. Think of one that you said. You know, I've talked to Pastor. He had one. 
Um, but we always focus on the object. So I'll never get the job, the girl, the grade, the top of the mountain. But what we forget to focus on is the provider, is God, right? So God is the one that we have to remember. And God is the one that we have to take our petitions to, right? We have to petition to him. And we have to let him know, hey, God, I, I need this job. I'm doing these things, right? You have to think about, I don't know, I just think of Noah's ark. And, you know, he knew the promise was coming. He knew the rain was coming. But he, what he do? He didn't just, like, chill and was like, God, you're going to make us all float. You know, like, because God could have done that. There's the Dead Sea, and then we also can float. So uh, he didn't do that. What he do? He started working on his surroundings, right? He bettered himself. He followed the, the, the principles and the rules. He obeyed. You know, he did what God did, and so he floated he, he, uh, when, when the time came. And that's how it is for us, is we have to, it's uncomfortable. Every, you might be the only one doing it. You know, you know, Grant, you might be the only one who it seems like, you know, you're out here in Tri-Cities, and you might be the only one, but you got to remember that God has a promise for you and that you got to still live for him. Because if you don't, if you don't live for God and you pray these prayers, if you don't live for God and you hold on to his promises, nothing. You're not getting it. You got to live for God to get the promises of God. This these promises, these things, these, these are for believers. These are for Christ followers. This isn't for people that aren't doing and obeying God, right? This is everything in the Bible. Well, not everything, but a lot of it is, it comes out of obedience, right? We have to obey what God wants us to do. And, you know, I think that's just, that's love, honestly. But, so, uh, so let's focus on God and not focus on our limits, if I could get Psalms 13 and 1. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. This is an easy one to quote, but I just can't. It's facing me right now. I'm sure somebody here knows it. Or once you all see it, you're going to be able to finish it. Psalms 13 and 1. Amen. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? That's King David, right? And sometimes you feel like, <clears throat> sometimes you feel like God just isn't listening to you, even when you're living for God. You know, like you can be not living. For, that's ooh, that's a bad place to be when you're when you're living for God and you feel like God isn't listening. That's this, that's like discouragement, honestly, because <laughs> then you just, you feel like crying, and it's okay to cry. You know, there's a, there's a Jeremiah, there's a weeping prophet. God uses weepers, man. You guys, Hannah weeped, right? Go, go, and go, and just cry to God. Give him your heart, you know? If you want that breakthrough, sometimes you have to literally break. Um, one of my buddies, when I was at Bible college, he told me, like, this guy was starting a church, and he was, he had no success. There was no people coming. Um, people just weren't listening. And people, not, people just weren't listening to the word. They weren't listening to the gospel, the good news. And they just, he just wasn't seeing the, 
um, the promises, you know? And the guy said, well, have you, have you prayed? Have you tried pr- tears? And he's like, what? He's like, have you tried tears? Because when you cry for something, you put your heart into it, right? And you got to, and it's, it's really putting your heart into it and just trusting God. You invest your emotions into that, you know? So do that with God. Give God, invest your emotions with God. You know, pray to him, weep to him, get some time alone and just cry. But you got to remember that sometimes we're not, we're not Hannah's. Sometimes we want that, like, the prophet to come and be like, okay, God saw your, your weeping. Now you got your son coming. Sometimes it's not like that. You know, we're not always going to get that Hannah story. And that's one thing, like, they'll preach to you and they'll preach to that Hannah story. And then, like, I've done this. You go and pray and you're like, man, I just touched the throne room of God or something, right? And you think you're going to get your promise and still nothing. Well, that's, that's, that's true for Hannah, but you still, you know, I don't know if God's always going to do that right immediately, send the prophet right away. Sometimes you got to wait still. You know, it's, it's just trusting in God. So we don't really know when God is going to give us that answer. But as we can see from Hannah and other prophets is, is go, and, go and pray and go and weep to God, and, and, and he will hear your prayers. Uh, Brother Long, can I get you on the piano? I'm just going to have him play the piano because, you know, music helps the message go down. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it just feels like the Lord, he's forgotten you. Does anybody, can we be real? Has anybody felt that way, that God's forgotten you? Can I get a show of hands? Like, there we go. It's okay to admit it. It's okay. It's not a sin. If, you, if you've ever felt like God's forgotten you, like, I think that's just sometimes what happens. Um, obviously, King David said that, oh, Lord, you know, hear my cry. Have you forsaken me? Um, all right, so we have 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. I think this is the right verse. Forgot to pray before this, but I did pray before I came up here. Sorry. And I just want to give honor to Pastor um, to y'all, thanks for being here faithfully. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them. Ooh, can we get? Can you try Second Corinthians two fourteen instead of first? It's a little hard to bring this up. I bet he can type like 100 words per minute, but just to search it, it takes a while. But thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal possession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Nice. Definitely not the right one. My bad. Um, I think it's 1 Corinthians 9 and 8, the next verse I have up there. I think I gave the notes to Cliff. Okay, it's second. And he might have that one or you know, saved. And God will generously provide, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Um, so I'm going to do something a little different here, and, uh, 
What was I going to say? So you can, you can be where you are. You can come down to the altar, do what you like, um, if that's okay. Uh, and we're just going to, I got 15 minutes, y'all. We're just going to, this is a house of God, house of prayer. I need this. You know, y'all are welcome to leave. I'm not going to dismiss, okay? So Brian can pray until he's done. And uh, the Spirit's subject to the prophet, and Brian's going to be the prophet. And uh, so, yeah, so he's going to be playing. And you guys, um, I got a little bit more to read here, but, and y'all are just dismissed whenever. Uh, just glory to God. But here's something that I want to say. And I just want us to think about, and if anybody has any comments, go ahead and raise your hand, too. I really want us to open up and share and talk. So just raise your hand so I know, and I'll call, you on, I'll call on you in a minute. But I just really want us to think about God. I want us to think about anything that we've, in the past, where we felt like, man, God's failed me. Anything in the past where we felt like we just, we just doubted ourselves, right? We felt like man, I can't do this. Like, we set a limit on ourselves. I mean, whether it's a spiritual thing or not. Like, I don't care if it's, I can't ride a bike, you know, <laughs> or I can't ever do this. God wants you to succeed in life. And I, you know, that's, if you go to church here, that's one thing you know, because pastor preaches that big time, right? It's always, it's like success, right? You want to have success living for God, wanting to be, you know, you want to do things for God. And that's a lot what, a lot what we know here at Top. And, you know, he climbed a, pastor climbed a mountain, you know, so achieve things, y'all, like, this church will help you achieve whatever you want, you know, if you want to do great in school, they're going to help you, uh, you know, Sister Beth was asking someone earlier today, how are you doing in school, you know, so everyone encourages everybody here, so these are the things, if we, um, does anybody want to say anything, or, go ahead, Sister Block. Pastor. That's good. Yeah, that reminds me of my, my favorite sermon, and I, I think they, they may have revamped it or loaded it on YouTube, but it's Learning to Live Without God by Jerry Jones, and he's like, look, he's like, us preachers, so we failed you guys. We tell you guys that you, that you can't live without God. You can't be happy without him, but Jerry Jones gets up there and says, look, I'm telling you, you can. 
you can live and be happy without God. And he, he does Cain and Abel, or uh, Jacob and Esau. And it's Esau, and he talks about how Esau didn't want the blessings when he came back. And uh, if, if you're doubting what I just said, go and listen to it. Uh, Brother Ali. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the, the only never that we need to remember. And that's the only ne- never that as Christians, as young adults, as, as kids, is, is to n- just don't say any other never. Don't say, man, I'm never going to pass this. Man, I'm never going to be able to do this. But just remember, man, God is never going to leave me. God is never going to forsake me. And, and um. And so as, uh, as we start praying here the next, like, 10 minutes, and I'm going to pray out loud, but I just want to read this here, is as a believer, God will always be with you. God will always love you. God will forgive your sins. God will listen to you. So these aren't nevers, right? These are always, and we're going to focus on the always. God will always comfort you. So when you're hurting, when you're depressed, when you're anxious, when you're fearful, fearsome or something like that, God will always comfort you. Sister, God will comfort you with your kids that, you know, the unknown. God will, he will remember you. You know, sometimes we think, man, God, hey, you see me, (laughs) you know, you know, like pastor said with the coin, that uh, the sheep, the coins, all the same thing. They're trying to remember where it was, trying to find it, you know, where they lost, where it went. God will always work on your behalf as a believer. God will always give you love. He will give you power, and he will give you wisdom. God will always, I like this one because it's important. God will always bless your obedience. Uh, God will always come through for you. God will always hear your prayers. And waiting on God, you can know the best thing is yet to come always. So if you're waiting on God, if you have a petition, and that's what we're just going to start praying here. I'm going to start praying in a minute out loud. And you guys just pray. We have 10 minutes, uh, 8 minutes. But if you're waiting on God, if you have a petition, you know, take it to God, let him know, and uh, that God, I've, I'm here, I'm, I want you to, I want you to hear this, to hear what I have going on, I want you, I want to give you thanks for the things in the past that you've done for me, the, the faith that you have given me, that you've built in my life, and so you guys should just bow your heads, you can stand up if you want, um, I'm okay with whatever, and uh, the book of Acts, it said they were all sitting when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, so you guys, like, I'm giving you permission, you know, do what you want, but we're just going to pray right now for the next eight minutes. We're all dismissed in Jesus' name. Lord God, we thank you right now, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for this time. Let us to be here, God, for hearing, Lord God, this word, Lord God, that 
that you have given us, Lord, that you will never forsake us, you will never leave us, Lord, that you are our companion, you are our good Father, that when we ask, Lord God, that you are faithful enough to give us something that we want, Lord God, faithful enough to give us something greater than we expect, Lord, 